Hey, Spencer, Jason here. If you haven't heard it yet, go to the Save or Die podcast, episode 160. It's the 31 December episode, just, you know, a couple days ago. They have the guy on that claims to have vented the D&D thief. I know I'm slurring my words, I'm tired. But go listen to that. This guy says he invented the thief, sent the notes to Gary Gygax. And it's an interesting story. So go check out that Save or Die episodes 160, 31 December episode. Talk to you later. The best is saved for last. He was slinging pawns at a B&B when he had an epiphany. And make a part in about time too about not playing the end. Spencer do a trick because you're incapable of Hello, Spencer here, aka Free Thrall, and welcome to Keep Off the Borderlands. Jason Connolly of Nerds RPG Variety Cast kicking off the show there. Thanks very much for your message, Jason. More on that later. Um, unsurprisingly, I got some more responses to my attempt to rescue the thief from old school D&D. And I'm pleased to say that Daniel Norton of Bandit's Keep has joined the conversation and it's funny how I've kind of feel, I feel I've gone back and forth over this. Daniel's YouTube video in defense of the D&D thief, I thought was very interesting and initially very difficult to argue with. But then with the responses I received, I kind of uh, felt I was being pulled in the other direction slightly. So I'm really pleased that Daniel has joined the fray. But before that, I wanted to share a couple of other messages. So uh, who we got first? I think it's uh, Joe Richter of Hindsightless and Wheel or Woe. Yo, so here is a question based off of Spike Pitt's call-ins about those games, those old games. Does it explicitly say that the other characters, other than the thief, can't move silently and pick locks. Yes, it is on the thief's character sheet, but does it say that the fighter can't hide in shadows? Or does it say that the cleric can't move silently? I don't know. I've never read those books, so I have no idea. Maybe you guys do. Anyway, thanks so much. Happy New Year. Happy friggin' New Year, everybody. Spencer... Thank you for being awesome. Congratulations on the new baby in the new year. Man, it's just been awesome. You're awesome. Most things suck, but you rule. Peace out. Thank you very much, Joe, from Hindsightless and Wheel of Woe there. Happy New Year to you. It's already been pretty eventful. But uh, in the words of the great Sam Cooke, a change is going to come. And it looks like it's already happening. 
that protest appears to have been one of the least successful in history because it's triggered events that will hopefully take things in a better direction. But this is a gaming podcast, so let's get down to the matter in hand. The Thief. And yes, this is the key problem. Nothing is explicitly stated. Essentially, the appearance of the skills for the thief character class implies that that's the only class that can do these things. But certainly with a thief as an optional class, there's no suggestion that the way these things were previously handled should suddenly be rejected. And I guess my argument is, why could that mindset not be carried over to BX? Thanks very much for calling in, Joe, and giving me the opportunity to kind of re-clarify my position. And next up, I've got a message from Rob C of Down in a Heap, with a little more support. Hello and Happy New Year, Spencer. It's Rob from Down in a Heap, just listening to your latest episode regarding the eternal battle about thieves and whether or not other character classes can do thiefy type things and stuff. I would pose that the surprise rules could be easily interpreted to be the chances for non-thieves to move silently or hide. And you could certainly say anyone that has access to uh, the use of lockpicks could attempt to, to open locks. I think that the key is to... <laughs> I guess Herman has something to say on the subject. Uh, the key is to, when you have these things that everyone can do, the thief should have that same opportunity as well as their uh, individual thieving abilities. The trick with all this is to not rely on a ruling that gives the non-thieves a much higher percentage to succeed than thieves do. So I would steer away from the you-can-try-anything mechanic uh, rolling a d20 versus your attribute that's outlined in BX, and instead hew towards the d6 mechanics, and then the thieves get their percentage chances on top of that. Now, as as far as, like, everyone or thieves being rubbish, I'd argue that everyone is rubbish in BX at first level. Fighters don't have any better chance to hit than the other classes. Clerics don't even get a spell, and their chances of turning undead are remote except for skeletons. Magic users only get one spell, and then they're pretty much a torchbearer. So, yeah, everyone's pretty much really poor at first level, including thieves. But thieves get to second level a lot faster than anyone else. And I just want to echo some of the things that Jason said. All editions, or all old editions of D&D that I'm familiar with, and all the retro clones I'm familiar with, go out of their way to say, make these rules your own, make your own rulings, make your own game. This is just an outlined, you know, a skeleton to, to work off of. So there isn't really anything prohibitive unless the DM and the players at the table make them prohibitive. So imagine the hell of it out of it, like Matt Finch uh, says. And, uh, you know, if, if, the skill-based approach is more to your liking, yeah, go for it. Go BRP, go GURPS. 
And if you want to go real light and just have mainly all rulings, yeah, Into the Odds, cool too. So have a happy new year. See you. Thank you, Rob. And firstly, happy new year to both you and Herman. Now, I must be doing podcasting right if I've prompted Rob C to send me a message. What debate isn't enriched by the wise words of Rob C? Um, I don't think there's anything I can add because Rob knows BX as well as he knows cheese. Thank you very much for getting in touch, Rob. Hey, Spencer, Lonely Adventure here. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I just enjoyed your two episodes, uh, 160 and 161, on The Thief. Uh, Like you, I do not have a horse in this race or any skin in this game, but I find it an interesting class. Uh, Unlike the others, The Thief has very low mimetic stability, which is a fancy pants term for just saying what a thief is, changes from version of D&D to version of D&D. There is really no iconic thief. Um, so I find it very interesting, but I think I actually have my own, like a whole podcast with comments here. So, uh, hopefully I'll put that together in the next couple of days and ping you as a response to your episodes. Have a great one. Talk to you later. Hey, thanks. Lonely adventurer from camping with Albert's, of course. Great to hear from you and a happy new year to you. Uh, nothing really to add there other than I very much look forward to your thief episode so uh yeah thanks very much for your message man take care and what's this you got my knot you've come to rescue me hey spencer daniel from bandit's keep uh coming in a little late here i think but uh thanks for the mention in your thieves episodes even though you <laughs> we seem to be uh standing on one side with everybody else on the other um I don't know. I think that like all the sneaky stuff that people keep criticizing, I mentioned in my video, that's what the surprise mechanics for. Your fighter wants to hide until the monster comes around the corner. You roll for surprise. Like that's literally what that's for. But anyways, um, I don't know. I love thieves. I think they're my favorite class. I don't see how they take away from anything else, as you probably know uh, from watching the video. But I do agree, though, that it takes a certain kind of GM or DM, I guess in the case, to interpret the thief in the way that at least I think it should be, which then doesn't take away from other classes, but yet makes it a very significant and interesting class to play and to have uh, in your group as a DM. Daniel Norton of Bandits Keep there, very much echoing uh, the sentiments of Rob C. Unsurprisingly, clearly a big fan of the thief. And thanks for getting in touch and thanks for listening. Um, Nothing much to add there apart from, you know, it's obviously possible to have an old school D&D game that includes the thief, have them be relevant, but without hamstringing any of the other classes in order to make that possible. Or I do have something to add, and that is a segment I recorded earlier on in the week, perhaps even last week. So I'm going to hand you over to my past self and allow him to end the show. I have just had the pleasure of listening to episode 160 of the Save or Die podcast, where a gentleman named Darold Wagner 
tells how he was responsible for creating the D&D thief. And it's a very interesting story. Basically, back in the day, prior to Greyhawk, the first supplement for original D&D, Daryl was running a game in which uh, one of the players who was playing a dwarf came across a locked chest, suspecting there were potions within the chest. They didn't want to risk damaging the contents by smashing it open, by forcing it open. And the player asked that because his dwarf had a high dex, could he use a knife to pick the lock? Daryl said, sure, why not? And got him to roll under his decks, which he did. This got Daryl thinking about the possibility of creating another class for the game. A thief who would have skills such as sneaking, pickpocketing, picking locks, which meant, given that they had the appropriate equipment in the right circumstances, the thief wouldn't even have to roll dice. They'd just be able to pick a lock. They would be able to hide in shadows. They would be able to sneak. They would be able to pick pockets. All these things being stuff that other characters could do, but those other characters would have to roll in order to do them. Which, to me, sounds brilliant. It's perfect. It completely eradicates the problem that the thief supposedly creates. What happened then was one of the players took this idea to Gary Gygax, who then came up with the, with the idea of percentile skill checks. He rewrote the class and included it in the Greyhawk supplement. And that is where the problems begin to set in. So this was all extremely interesting and certainly illustrates how there is a solution. So yeah, please check that out. Well, that's about enough from me, I think. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you so much for your calls. If you want to leave me a message, please contact me via the anchor link in the description. You can always email me or leave me an audio message at spencer.freeforall at gmail.com. There's a Facebook page for Keep Off the Borderlands. You can find me on Twitter and MeWe on the Audio Dungeon Discord and various other places on Discord as Free Thrall. I'd also like to thank TJ Drennan for the wonderful music he provides. And it just remains for me to say, take it away, TJ. Warning, if celebrating the sound of dice hitting the table and pondering the meaning of the many acronyms within your player's handbook doesn't cure that burning sensation, please see your doctor.